All right, and welcome back to the square. We are Monday night party night. That's what that's, that's what Jim and I always say. Mm-hmm. Monday night is the best night to have a party. Yeah, it's uh, you, me, and Hank Williams Jr. together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and things worked out all right for him. So <laughs> you just got the most judgmental laugh from late I've ever seen. <laughs> You know, Drake said the whole club's going up on a Tuesday, but why not? Mon- why not Monday? You know, you worked, you had a long week, long day, and it's only Monday. Uh, what's that? Thirty Rock. It's only Wednesday, Lemon, right? Uh, yeah, it's only Monday, Jim. But you know what? Monday night, it's what's up. We are here in the Snake Pit with some very special friends of the pod from our city action Buffalo. We Ooh, have Buffalo. Harper Bishop. What's up? And Layton Jones. Hey. ridiculous Ridiculous. that's what we're here for though so we're talking we got some big movement guys all right so you know when we were last talking we're like what's what's our me you you might not have heard this episode yet harper Mm. because it hasn't come out um but i was like what is what's our city gonna do you know we've got these we've got these elections coming we got these candidates what's our city gonna be doing well i don't know where harper is like hey uh, can we come on the show? Because we have some stuff happening, and I and I feel like an idiot, but that's okay. Kind of how the show rolls around here, Jim. That was literally like ten minutes after I said, you know, we should just ask Harper and have Harper on. Right, right, <laughs> really, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> the universe just kind of came together, and, and then was like, yeah, all right, Re, you fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> Which, as it often does, you know, it, it happens. But all right, so we've got some. You might have heard it, folks. Councilmatic elections here in the city of Buffalo. You know, we've got the petitions thing rolling, Jim. Yeah. Things are kind of coming together. For We, we kind of know who the, the challenge Progress is. is being made at the Board of Elections. Uh, they finished up go- reviewing uh, objections to petitions. Uh, they have hearings next week for people who are like the next step on being kicked off. Um, and if at the council level, you've got uh, India Walton, Sam Herbert, and uh, Matt Deering. <laughs> One of those names is not like the other. I mm, mean, mm. Uh, you know. one of those names is used to getting kicked off. Well, for the folks at home, it's a little inside baseball, but there's one of those one of those three potential uh, challengers there who are not often on the ballot. So yeah. and it's um, not into your Matt. Right. Uh, no, uh, Herbert and Matt have to defend their position on the D line. India is being challenged on both D and working families. So why working families by them? Uh, uh, for the same reason. Yeah, yeah face to face. Right. Well, it would just impact her in both lines. It would yeah. bo- it impact her on both lines. Um, yeah, like you know, they they're trying to throw everything they can at, at India. Sure. Let's look. They tried for Eve and Catherine and Deering. Um, they tried to get Deering kicked off the working families. That went nowhere. Um, uh, but they they feel like they made more progress against India there. So we'll have to see what let's we'll to see what our illustrious commissioners decide. <laughs> Next week, our, our leading intellectual lights. <laughs> what are what are the which I think actually the Republican commissioner's on vacation, so like the deputy commissioner's got to handle it. It's my understanding, Ralph Moore's in Germany, which mm. is the best place for your election commissioner to be during a busy election season. That's where you want them, right? Right in Germany. What are so? All right, before we get too down the rabbit hole on this, so what? What are the odds, Jim? I mean, are, I know the commissioners will have to weigh this, review this. Is this all like kind of? Blowing smoke, or do we have to worry about our friends Matt in India? Um, my understanding, and with, your friend Sam Herbert, and my and my my buddy <laughs> Sam Herbert. That's my uh, my Facebook friend Sam Herbert. Uh, <laughs> we we go back to MySpace together. Uh, He's in top eight. yeah, <laughs> top eight. Yeah, uh, it's Tom, Sam Herbert, and me all together on MySpace still. Uh, still, yeah, still, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we link each other's GeoCities back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hamster dance. Uh, <laughs> what, what is it? A- Axel the Crazy Frog song? Yeah, I just want you to know it's like four minutes in. Layton is never coming back. <laughs> like, never. Like, I. Cool. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think I, I, we'll, we'll see. Um, I think that uh, Daring and India are fine on the D line. Working families line sounds like it's going to be very, very tight for uh, India. Um, and it's going to probably come down to a commissioner's decision. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens there if there's a fight between the commissioners. Because I will say that the Republicans 
whether it's Ralph Moore or Robin Sign, who's a deputy commissioner, or whoever's making a decision, they are inclined to have as many Democrats on as much as possible because they want the Democrats to fight each other and not right. like not be unified. Like that is what they love. That there's the reason why, like twelve years ago, they picked up on supporting Mickey Kearns. It's because they want to see as much <laughs> infighting as possible. That's not because they love Mickey. We'll, we'll keep is it, it even. It is it even the Square Podcast if we don't talk about Mickey Kearns? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Buffalo Steve Martin. I guess. that's a, What an insult to Steve Martin. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Poor Steve Martin. Well, both in that they both had white hair when they were like 22. That's true. Not that Mickey does a stirring rendition of King Tut. Oh, he could he could definitely have been the dad in Cheaper by the Dozen. Though. I, I could see that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> I had 12 kids. I don't know. But... Anyway, sorry, Layton. <laughs> You're like, this sucks so bad. <laughs> Layton's not just not going to ever come back. Lane's not going to make it through this episode. Just gonna... Yeah. <laughs> I'll survive. The recording was finished after Layton left. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, I mean, look, we've got some big movement here, potential big movement. India Walton, if she does not make the Working Families line, I, that could have a big impact come November, obviously. You know, I mean, look, we know this is going to be a contentious Democratic primary. You know, we've talked on the show about the different candidates and their chances. She's already going to be an uphill battle, uh, potentially, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. against the, you know, Everhart campaign, backed by Tim Kennedy. Suffice it to say, you know, uh, having the legitimacy of another line, the working families line, no less, um, that adds a lot of credence to her campaign. Yeah. So we will we will keep an eye out for it. But our city, we're in the house, and we're going to talk about a few things, because you've got a lot of irons in the fire. So <laughs> you you were, and what, what do they say about lasagna? Real G's move in silence, you yeah. know? And so um, I, I just pulled that out. I, it was like a mix of like three different <laughs> things. I, 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 like, who has ever said that? I don't. I, I think don't, Tom. Bra- who's Tom Brady's backup quarterback? He said something like "real G's move in silence" or something. I I, I don't know. Lil Wayne said that. Lil but, Wayne said that. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Sorry. Well, sorry. Wayne's going to burn down our studio. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Lin, I'm going to put up there like. Michael Scott, uh, you know, re Michael Scott, <laughs> Lil Wayne, <laughs> just quoting myself here. So, okay. All right. Our city, you, I was like, oh, our city, you know, usually loud and proud. Like, you know what they're going to do before they do it, you know? And, and, and that's a credit to you guys, by the way, is you stand firmly where you are, but it'd been kind of quiet. We didn't know what's going on. And then bam, baby, we got billboards. A better city uh, is possible here in Buffalo. Talk to us about the billboard campaign. Talk to us specifically about targeting the the city budget upcoming. So that's that is the in your face. Let's go, Layton. Okay, so basically, the city budget stipulates what we believe in as residents here in the city, right? What they should invest in, where the money should go, and a lot of times their opinions are like not <laughs> ever heard. Like, why is it that? They don't always get to give their input. So now we're supposedly getting the opportunity to give our input, right? They have a um, survey on the website. If you haven't seen it, it's on our Instagram. It's in the link in our bio. It's also on the Buffalo Common Council's Instagram. And you just click the link and you can do the survey. Now, in terms of the survey, the questions that are on the survey vary from nice and then going quite to stupid because <laughs> I like why are we Harper, describe some of the things that they're telling us to compare as important and not so important and hmm yeah so you know Lane's talking about how clearly this um, the budget process is coming up and we know that we always have a limited time they essentially tell us what we think about things instead of us having input they've done that in the redistricting campaign they've done that over and over again um throughout past year, but for decades, really, right? We, we all know this. So the survey that Layton is noting is that, you know, the things that should already be prioritized in the budget are uh, questions. So we're supposed to rank, do you want your roads salted or do you want them plowed? <laughs> what, which, which one do you prefer? Which do you prefer? Do you want both? No, no, no. What's, you only you can't. Right? You can only have what, what is more important to you, right? I, I assume the follow-up question is, do you want a lot more police or a lot, lot more police? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right. So we know that the majority of the budget goes there. So the billboard campaign that we kicked off is called City Hall is Failing Us All. And this is a pretty straightforward indictment 
mm-hmm. on all the elected officials. We're not naming names. We don't have to. Mm-hmm. We're thinking the whole building and what's happening there is not right. Tomorrow on 14 bus shelters and buses um, on the backs buses, you'll see this slogan. The idea uh, being, and we're only pointing to things that are statistically true, right? It's that we have child poverty rates that are higher than 50%. We have one of the worst run mid-sized cities in the entire country, 127th of 150. We have um, six times more likely to have a grocery store in your neighborhood if you are white compared to black. And by failing black Buffalonians, you're failing all of us. So we're trying to center people who are most directly impacted by disinvestment and disenfranchisement in the city of Buffalo. And anyone who, and we're hoping that this ties into our endorsements, because if you were to go into your job and get a performance review, and they're like, hey, do you know that half the people can't, you know, like because of your actions, half the people can't be housed. Half the people, the rates of lead are higher than Flint, Michigan, right? Like you what would exactly not do you do be, here? <laughs> right? They'd what be like, that you what? do here? They would be yeah. like, uh, are you, do you get to just be in your job for 20 years with that performance review? Yeah, I mean, right? I, I will say like, I would prefer not to exchange performance reviews with Chris Scanlon. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. <laughs> but essentially we're trying to take aim at the fact that like, yeah, what do you do here? You know, what work are you getting done? You're the legislative body. You're absolutely right on that front, right? Like, yeah. and I, I think it, even on like a like a personal pride level like don't you have any oh, like right. don't you have any fucking pride <laughs> right. in your like listen right. you're gonna be all right byron brown we're not saying that he is gonna have any kind of legacy that really is tangible or whatever but in his own little heart of hearts in his own little fucking pea brain where the two cells are fighting to try to make fire happen in there um like what what is it that he can look back on other than right. i was the mayor of buffalo like there was some economic movement here and there, but by and large, like I, I did nothing of substance. And, and, and the resurgence of renegade, thanks to me. And the resurgence of renegade, <laughs> thanks to Jim and Byron Brown. Yeah. Uh, but no, but seriously, like I, I just, even like all the things that you said, you know, you cited there, Harper, were like, Wait. this is an embarrassment. Like this is yeah. <laughs> clearly an embarrassment indictment of you. And how do you yeah. not even have like any kind of like personal just pride in, in your work and what you do? But I mean, isn't that essentially what the county executive said last year during the snowstorm? Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. A hundred percent. What you're saying is absolutely true. And so when we were having our endorsement committee interviews, we were saying to folks, it is not hyperbolic for us to say that the legislative body of city hall doesn't know that it's the legislative body of city hall. We see absolutely no legislation passing mm-hmm. through. We see none of these statistics changing. And, you know, there's a whole lot of people that the, unfortunately, the Tops Massacre 514 is coming right up. Mm. And structural and institutional reform has been absolutely absent entirely Mm -hmm. in the past year. You know, to have people double speak after that and say, we're going to be a different place, we're going to be a different city. And then we default to doing the exact same things and saying the same words and going through the same. I was, you know, before the show, we were talking about. Byron Brown is doing his state of the city address on May 1st. Right on time. Right. What a, what a great time to do that. Right. May, May 1st. So, so we know that City Hall is failing people. It links to a website called thebetterbuffaloispossible.com. And on there, we're asking people to put in what it is that they would invest in. We have seen nobody write that they want more investment in police. Shockingly, um, <laughs> well, wait, wait till the PBA gets a, a hold of the survey, right? <laughs> right. Uh, we've seen we've had hundreds of people already fill it out. It's everything that you'll see down below, which is in our issue areas of public transportation, snow removal, policing. But we need less money invested mm-hmm. there. Um, we need fire trucks that can, you know, fully operate. Uh, you know, just some <laughs> yeah. really, some really, you know, hard hitting things here, folks. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you know, people can go on there. They can uh, give us just their, you know, their thoughts, their comprehensive thoughts, and then we're gonna uh, put a report together, and then we're gonna take that to Common Council to use when public, uh, you know, hearings start in in May. Uh, so that we have a record of and the receipts of because we don't trust them honestly to keep count of mm-hmm. our opinions. And then the other thing is like, who holds them accountable other than us? 
even residents in the city. <laughs> like, no one really holds them accountable ever. And it's sad because you're there to serve the people, and that's not what you're doing in your position. Mm-hmm. Like, why is that the case? So this is, like, we normally do an annual thing called the State of War City that OCAB, OCB or OCAB normally does. Yeah. And... This is our state of our city right now. This is the actual state of the city. We're listing you the facts, uh, the tangible facts that are issue points that are in the city at this time. And I feel like it's important for us to address this because Byron Brown won't. Byron Brown won't go. <laughs> like He will not go on the stage and say that lead is in our water and that we have the, one of the third poorest cities in New York and children are in poverty here and like things of that nature that are actually true that will resonate with people and people will want to find solutions. If we're not having these conversations, then we will never get to the point where we're finding solutions Mm. about them. So why is that not a case? We always try to focus on all the positives that are going on in the city. Great. Happy. I'm, I'm all here for that. But we also have to get to the point where just as how you were running your campaign and you were listing the issue points that people resonated with, where are they now? So I feel like that's one of the re- that that's what boosted this campaign with OCAB is that we are accountable to the people that are with us. And so that's another reason why we're even doing a survey, because we always want the input. We always want people to tell us. The residents to tell us what to do what direction do you want us to go and i wish politicians were more like that in terms of being accountable and like holding to their morals and their values that they were supposedly had before they ran you know it's just not the case anymore and i hate that for us no i mean i expect that the mayor's uh state of the city will be like well doug jamal made this much money this year like <laughs> you know and like well like, like your point well, like uh, like buffalo being like the third poorest city in the united states like you know that's yeah. that's been true for almost all of yeah. brown's uh tenure yeah. except we used to be the second poorest city we didn't get better cleveland got worse right let's be let's be kind douglas jamal just be like the update will be like where on the monopoly board does jamal own and then right. it'll just be like oh the entire monopoly board at right. this point it's the Ta-da. city of buffalo <laughs> it is it is wild like how much real estate they just let doug jamal just, just yeah it's, it's like he landed on free parking yeah. and they got one free tripper on the board and just was able to pick up everything he could do we also understand that that golden child used to be nick sinatra yeah he oh, used yeah. to be the person that they let do anything and uh you know we had to be like hey remember how he didn't pay any taxes and on his buildings and they're like oh but wait you don't have any money anymore guess what we're gonna go recruit a new guy right bye nick sinatra we'll never hear from you ever again that's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious that's very funny <laughs> so okay uh, th- let me ask you this now this is a it strikes me as a pretty unique campaign. Was there like a proof of concept you saw? Maybe you saw another city or you saw another municipality do something like this? Or was this like, no, this is our city action. This is coming from us, baby. Like we're going to look, obviously there's advocacy for, you know, the budgets and things, of course, but this is like, no, we're going to, we're going to put it out there. Like, Hey, look, the city of Buffalo budget is failing you. It has historically failed you. Mm-hmm. It will most likely continue to fail you without some right. kind of advocacy. Yeah. Uh, what made you land on, because our city as a as a political entity is is growing and finding itself i would i would mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. what what made this be the thing um, cuz look like a lot of people identify you as like a political organization and so totally. this is a political action and yet you know decidedly not political you're like well here are the facts you know right. we're not you are advocating but also you're saying like hey these are the facts um, what made you land on on this particular campaign and you know what m- made you like be like oh this is going to be something that's going to have a lot of efficacy I think I want to say two things to that. One, I feel like we are, we want to reach a very wide audience, and we wanted to. We always want to grow. We strive to educate all of Buffalo, and so in in essence, this is what this is doing. We're reaching a very much wider audience through this campaign, and I think a lot of the idea and inspiration came from like a lot of Casey tenants, but also. The Syracuse reapportionment, they did an amazing job with their reapportionment because they had it on buses, they had it on billboards as well. And so that really got the word out that actually allowed for civic engagement. And we saw how many people were riled up because of such, because of the information being so open and honest and 
clear. And so we strive to always be clear in our messaging. Again, we always do the state of our city. So this was another way of like really getting the word out there, actually stating what the state of the city is and not just having organizations that work in these different sectors tell people what's going on, actually having us revamp that information into a small generic way that everyone can understand, knowing that Buffalo has a third grade, not the third grade, but a high school education for like for the most part, like if we're being honest here. So that was an easy way for us to do so, break that information down and make it like very accessible for regular residents. Yeah. I mean, I think that we go big or we go home. Like, mm-hmm. I think that that's the moment that our city action in Buffalo is trying to lead on is that we are super grassroots. Um, and most of our folks are just volunteers or city residents that are just tired of the bullshit, quite honestly. And what we said to Deidre Williams in the Buffalo News, the story that came out today, was these are just conversations that everyone is already having. Mm-hmm. People are using these words. They're using even stronger words uh, than this. So we want to take it out of the barbershops and the coffee shops, out of the out of the podcasts and you know dining room table conversation or text threads of can you believe that asshole just did that or is this really the city I live in and just bring it to as Leighton has said a very broad base of people who every Buffalonian who is whether they're riding their bike they're walking or they're driving they can see these billboards my favorite is our e-billboard that is positioned right at (laughs) Delaware and Chippewa now why is that location significant you might ask I think you already know that are in the room, but I, you know, I'll tell our audience friends um, that, of of course, it points right at Delaware North. Mm -hmm. No. Of course. Yes. Our friends, Delaware North, um, uh, which also harkens back to me of when we did an action on the Buffalo Niagara Partnership and we marched from City Hall to BNP and we said, we're marching now to the real City Hall. Mm -hmm. These are the real decision makers. This is the 1% of Buffalo. These are the people who are creating our policy and telling them the second floor what is going to go down. And so we wanted to make sure that we uh, honored the 1% in this way. And across the street, uh, we have, you know, Spa Coffee, which is uh, when I was at City Hall, it's like the unofficial City Hall, mm-hmm. you know, meeting area right. where all yeah. of City Hall goes there so that they can see it. Um, and we think it's really important to start to really say this. And to your point, we also said, you know, although you think of us as a political organization, this is not partisan information Mm -hmm. this is absolutely the statistics you can find them in any report but we're using advertising in a really clear succinct way of put in a shocking way Mm -hmm. of like oh wow i'm interacting with this information right now instead of having going to the partnership for public good or cornell ilr you can just see the statistics right there and how can you tell me after the year that we've had and i can list you know (laughs) We've had firefighters, unfortunately, die in the line of duty. We've had uh, fluoride discovered not in our water. We have lead in our water, in Mm -hmm. our children's water, in the Buffalo Public Schools. We have a white supremacist massacre. We have have a Christmas blizzard. How do three dozen people die in your city, and we don't even have a memorial to them? Mm -hmm. I mean, this is egregious stuff, and so we're just telling the truth. And that's Mm -hmm. all we feel we're doing is telling the truth. Yeah, and I I think it goes without saying, right, like just the disastrous infrastructure you know crumbling all around us here in the city i mean (laughs) like come on dude yeah like like come on and i I, wait would you rather have sidewalks or (laughs) 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 would you rather have a bicycle rack or well, and the, and the fire trucks are like, you're, you're like you only the, get one. You only get, you only one. get one. They're like the old Sim, uh, Flintstones cars. Like you have to like push them with your feet to go down the street. I mean, it's not to mention like that. Remember that hilarious video that Jeff Kelly shared a while back, Jim, where it was like the the, the, DPW, the, the, garage. the DPW garage where right. like in October, right. like yes, it was just like exactly. It right. looked like the, it looked like the blizzard, but it was actually just like an October so, yeah, rainstorm. Yeah, yeah, the nuclear plant in Fukushima handled the weather better. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I mean, look, like the city, right. and it has been, and it's been under the disaster tenure of, well, you know, a lot of people who've been in City Hall for a long time. Um, so even just on a nonpartisan level, I think right. it's worth giving that feedback or like having an outlet for that feedback. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And, and it's, it's not even, ex- so some of the political spectrum is like, okay, you have to expose what's happening. But like people already know this is happening. There's no exposure here. This is absolutely just the... The, you know, the, the truth that people are citing. I mean, when I, when anyone that I am in relationship to is giving a presentation, like in the third poorest and the sixth most segregated mm-hmm. city in the country, it's like, yeah. yeah, like people know this, but we have to put behind it. Like these are real people's lives that are directly impacted by it. 
Yeah, well, I think that like a pr- like picking on the the budget in particular is a good approach because you know even like redistricting, there are some people who just don't give a shit, right? And never, never <laughs> right. will, never will, yeah. right? But it's also like so confusing, yeah. like, right? I yeah. feel like yeah. so right. many people learn so much from us doing it. But like, if you live in the city of Buffalo, right. you probably have things you wish the city would do or pay put, spend money on. Totally, right? Like you, yeah. you always have some opinion. You might not like. You might be like, all right, I wish they would dev- devote like fifteen percent of their efforts to this, and then the other eighty-five percent, I don't care. They can go to, I don't know. Mr. Sizzles with it, or whatever. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> but like, uh, like I wish they would at least take care of these things, you know. Whereas, yeah, like, like right. so, like the redistricting, like there's gonna be people like, I really don't give a shit who represents me because yeah. obviously they don't care either. Right. <laughs> exactly. I'd rather drive my car off the skyway and right, like, yeah. listen to you people talk about the district maps. You know? Right, 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 yeah. right. Like, like, I'd like. Wait, would you rather? Yeah. <laughs> Death by skyway or right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, like just like you same use the same budgeting principles as the uh, Springfield and the Simpsons. Like, yeah, please build that escalator to nowhere for me. Right. Oh my god. Yeah. But it's, yeah, that's the, the that's the best thing about this is knowledge is power, and it's about what you do with the information. You know what I mean? You can be a part of the solution, or you cannot. But if you're not a part of the solution, you're a part of the problem. So damn. Well said. Uh, Layton's put down the gauntlet right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's leaving. <laughs> Mic drop. He threw our mic across the room. And he's like, I'm out. Layton's out. But okay, so our city action Buffalo is in fact uh, a political organization. So the billboard campaign is one one uh, front on a multi front war. Shall yes. we say? Is that fair to say? That's very. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Nailed it. Nailed it. So let's talk of the other front. We've got again. We referred a little bit earlier to the councilmatic elections amongst others coming up and now you guys are looking to and sorry to use i, I just say you guys I, I i don't i don't have a y'all in me. i met a southern person recently who's like tried to empower me to do the y'all and i'm trying to i, I i'm trying i'm trying to get like the nasally even it sounds weird coming out of your mouth it sounds yeah. very and, but no he's like he's like don't just say y'all he's like y'all done got me fucked up <laughs> right, right. so like, i gotta like, say it with my whole chest when i say y'all i can't i can't half ass a y'all I gotta be y'all got me fucked up can you do you the feel it can you do the obama folks uh folks there you go uh, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I do the obama i have a weird obama cadence in me i can do the obama and trump i'm like yeah, the right. i'm like the ai you, you ever see those ai videos where they have like obama or i'm sorry like obama and biden and trump all talking yeah all of our zoomer friends will know all the 10 zoomers that listen to us will be like oh yeah re fucking moron I, we know it but they, they, they had these videos where it's like the one i saw was like um biden and trump like debating radiohead albums and it's like they use ai to generate these guys talking Anyway, <laughs> I'm way off base here. Ah, no, no, no. Uh, I was like, keep going. I wanted to see where we're going. This is going to be a Patreon exclusive. This is like jazz. Like, I'm just like freeform associating. Where we pay you to listen to our additional content. <laughs> my, my brain is turning into soup in real time, and you get to listen. So, anyway, uh, folks. Um, so... <laughs> Okay. So, all right. So we're talking elections here. We're talking um, endorsements. And our city is very much like if, if I had to associate our city action with, you know, with anything, it'd be like, all right, we're we're getting candidates out there. We're we're going to be fucking fighting in these uh, councilmatic elections here. Talk to us about the endorsement process that is, you know, has, has been over the past few weeks and upcoming. It's been a couple months that we have been preparing for our endorsements and I'm very excited to announce that we are having our endorsement party and endorsement announcements and party on May 6th Mm -hmm. at 7 p.m. at Cave Art. That's 808 Main Street. We are so excited to see you because we know you're coming. And (laughs) um, so... In terms of our endorsement, our endorsement process started like really earlier this year, starting like late, maybe December, coming into January. Um, We got an endorsement team together. We put out a um, call for action on social media just to ask people who wanted to be a part of our endorsement committee. Um, And then once the team was together, we set up the meetings and we had a nice survey made, a nice questionnaire made for everyone who wanted to, well, 
we had to send it out to every person running for a Buffalo Common Council just so we're being fair. And so, <laughs> like, totally bitter. Like, uh, we had to, like, we had no choice. Uh, yeah. Tell me about I just want you to know. <laughs> Somebody said a raven to Eddie Egro. <laughs> I just needed you to know that we had no choice. It's the law. So we followed. <laughs> so we followed the law. And after that, um, Maine, maybe almost everyone that's running right now applied for endorsements. And so that was like very exciting to know that. Well, well everyone that is challenging. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the, for that. That's a good qualifier. That's a good qualifier. Yes. Harper. Also, we don't know if many of the incumbents are running quote a campaign. We're not, yeah. we're not sure about that. So. Yeah. Cause we had to ask if they had a campaign email and <laughs> it was a couple of things that we had to find out. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we found out, and for the most part, we were very, ex- we are like, we're still very excited for our endorsements. Like we had the interviews with each common council um, candidate running against an incumbent and they all went very well. Individuals, our residents made up questions and then we had a person that represented each constituent at mm-hmm. each um, interview just so mm-hmm. we had people who lived in that community actually have direct questions to ask who's running, who's about to govern their part of the city. And now we are just waiting to announce. (laughs) (laughs) As you can see, I'm very excited about that. Rubbing your hands. I will be your host. (laughs) And there's a couple things I wanted to say in addition to that. So that is how our process went down. You know, uh, I think like when we take a step back, well, first of all, I'll say two things. One, you were like, we're, we're pretty quiet. We were being pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. So we really took that process seriously, and there was no foregone conclusions for us. Um, everything that you just heard from Layton is part of the process. We actually went through. We have not, we didn't like anybody's Facebook or Twitter pages. We did not, you know, show our hand and such, you know, uh, mm-hmm. in sharing out. In, when people announced, we didn't even share, we really didn't even share that information. We were tr- truly trying to go through like a very democratic process, having an endorsement committee. We have a chair. I don't have a vote as the director. Um, we have constituents who are participating. So that's like the first thing is that it wasn't a foregone conclusion. And we really did that so that people didn't feel like, why am I even applying for the endorsement mm-hmm. from our city action Buffalo? Because they already have their candidates in hand and, and it, it doesn't matter if, if we apply. So that's one thing. And then the second thing that I wanted to step back and say is that, you know, we've been criticized uh, by some, even amongst our friendlies who are like, they said that they were going to vote all of them out. They're going super hard. And where are they now? Right. And uh, I want, people to understand the history of the Buffalo Common Council and how hard it has been to even get people to run because there is such a political establishment in machine Mm -hmm. and the machinery functions so well. It's so hard to break into that system. So if we think even 10 years ago, there was virtually no one Mm -hmm. challenging anything in the past couple of years because of the momentum I think that we've built and coming off the India Walton's campaign and the energy people now feel like, Hey, even if I lose, we got to do something different here. We mm-hmm, cannot mm-hmm. let cycle after cycle just be incumbents running this town. Mm-hmm. And it should be credited to folks like our city action Buffalo, but so many others that yes. have been beside us in this fight that council president Pridgen is not going to be our council president no. next year. Right. That we have Ulysses <laughs> Wingo yeah. was I mean, let's let's talk about that. I mean, Ulysses shot spotter Wingo. <laughs> Ulysses shot spotter Wingo basically <laughs> got pulled aside by by the mayor of our city and said, "You're not going to run again." Right, yeah, it was like, like, that's essentially what happened. Well, I think it was like everybody who's running for mast and raise your hand. Not so fast, Ulysses. Yeah, it's, totally. <laughs> it's it's pretty obvious what happened here. Yeah, and so we have two of the main kind of juggernauts of the Buffalo Common Council being removed from the common council before we even start. So we already count that as a huge victory mm -hmm. that we will have, you know, at least a composition that looks that different, Mm -hmm. if not more. And so I think that um, folks, you know, I would just want folks to realize that that those folks being gone is, it wasn't a foregone conclusion and is really important uh, and the impact of how the common council will, will operate. Right. I mean, regardless of what happens, there's going to be turnover. Totally. Right. And, and I think yeah. the other people that think that people don't necessarily understand or realize is that like it is as a challenger, 
it is very hard to fundraise. Like people yeah. like see like, oh, these congressional yeah. races and like this person's running against this person and they have millions of dollars. Right. Like that doesn't happen at the local level. <laughs> no. Like it just it just is <laughs> no. not going to happen. And like it's so expensive. It is. Like but it's it's it like it's just never gonna happen at for a common council race. Like for right. like some national organization to step in and be like, here's six hundred thousand dollars. Like they're gonna be like, here's six to a hundred dollars is what yeah. they're gonna give you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, yeah. I I have to say though I do admire yeah. so I do admire the fact that you know our city was like hey we're going to take this serious we're going to really weigh and deliberate on you know who is going to look for our endorsement and and listen to their arguments because I mean to your point Harper like at, you know at one point you guys y'all came out y'all there it is again uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you did it though you did it I, I did it you came out swinging you were like hey. We're gonna get everybody out of there. We're gonna, you know, very combative stance. Totally. But, but the yeah. my, the critique, and we've talked about it on the show here too, mm-hmm. is that you risk alienating maybe those who might want to work with you. Yes. Who, are, you know, sure. there's a there's a few members won't name names right now, but there's a few members of the Common Council. You know for a fact would be simpatico with our city, if yep. not for sure. You know, some extenuating circumstances. So one thing we've often, you know, not so much criticized, but just kind of said like, well, a a critique perhaps is that you you have maybe friends out there right now who, if they think you're coming for them, they might not want, they just might be like, oh, fuck off. Like, we're not going to work with you. Um, So I appreciate like the deliberation here because that says like, hey, look, all right, we are, we, our city, we you know, representing the the working class people of Buffalo who often don't get a voice are coming for every seat. But that doesn't necessarily mean that we're already telling you to fuck off right right. out of the gate, you know? So even if you're like an incumbent necessarily, doesn't mean we're going to primary you, but you do have to come to the table and work with us, I would imagine, right? right? Yeah, and one of our major principles is, and what we talk about is is co-governance and Mm. and this idea that, you know, we think election day is the beginning of the work, not the end. Mm-hmm. And, you know, representative democracy only gets us so far. So at, at the end of the day, like, who are you beholden to? And we ask people, you know, where are they taking money from? What are they committing to? Are you going to reach back or and and remember that we were on the streets with you and we were getting you elected? Or are you, on day one, are you going to say, fuck off, I'm going to go do my own agenda? Right. So, and yeah. I'll remember you in four years. Right. Which exactly. is essentially what the mayor does with the east side. Well, he does that with many, many constituencies, but yeah. So, you know, so we, you know, absolutely wanted to make sure that that's like a a leading guiding principle for us is like, you know, we, we can have fights. There's not, I mean, it's an organizing principle, no forever friends, no Mm -hmm. forever enemies. So, you know, but who are you reaching out to? Who are your advisors? Who are you going to look to when you're making hopefully legislative progress and, mm-hmm. and decisions. And we want to be amongst those at the table. And even like with Jen McCosey, cause we endorsed her and she ran and we had me, we have had meetings with her since she's won. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the good things about co governance is that you follow up. This is not just, again, the end of the race is not election day. And mm-hmm. that's, a, that's the end of the race for a lot of these <laughs> politicians running sad to say they do not come back and be like okay hi guys do you remember me yeah what should we what should we change mm-hmm. where, where should we do the changes no they're making the changes they're making mm-hmm. all the decisions on their own and taking it from people who are higher up instead of the people who made them who they are the other thing is in terms of us being like blank on social media it's good for us to deliberate it's good for us to take that time to step back and really get word from what's going on in the community and look forward to what issues are mainly being impactful in the community you know what i mean and so we have to when we organize we win and we've seen that so many so many times time and time again that without the organization behind the scenes it does not come to fruition oh yeah i'm also remembering now oh you might have remembered that we had to organize the entire fucking region because the University of Buffalo thought it right to bring a complete transphobe to the school. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's what we were also busy doing. Yeah. I, re- I remember now. I was like, oh, uh-huh. what were we doing? Oh, yeah. We were also or- literally organizing the whole region mm-hmm. against University of Buffalo. And Which I must say, thank you down. to Buffalo because y'all showed yeah. up and showed out. Like, yeah. Y'all did a really good job. Yeah. We appreciate so that. So that was just a, you know, sidebar. Mm-hmm. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> Again, I, I as, as you've seen over the past 45 minutes, I am willing to look like an idiot constantly <laughs> in the name of content. So, um, no, I mean, look, like 
so obviously, but now like these are the big like you know we've got the priorities here. We've got the endorsements coming out. Um, we're not we're not going to spoil it here today, folks. You got to come to the party and you got to find out. Yes, yeah. But let me ask this: like uh, you know, obviously you have all questionnaire. You had interviews with people. Like your ideal candidates, um, and and ideal looks different for every district, every person, yada yada. But what were the kind of principles that you were hoping to hear from candidates that you ultimately ended up endorsing? Like, what kind of things did you want them to have a commitment to, or what kind of expectations do you have? Honestly, for me, I wanted them to have a plan. A lot of time, <laughs> like a lot of time, these yeah. people that are running, these candidates that are running, they don't necessarily have a plan in place. Like the, the plan is very overarching. Like, yes, I want a better Buffalo too. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? What are you going to do to change what it is right now? How are you going to change it? How are you going to make friends on the Buffalo Common Council? How are you going to change how they think? How are you going to reword what you're saying to make it more impactful to them now? Because they're not listening to you now. So what's going to change when you're behind the scenes? You know, so it's things of that nature. And also like them being accountable being accountable to your word actually following through if you weren't on time to this interview that you want then are you going to be on time to the common council public hearings like are you how am i going to know that you are worthy of this position that you're asking me to vote for you to put you in you know so those are some of the basic qualities that i was looking for in a candidate yeah, and then we had like a clear cut rubric with like, do they align with our mission, our values, our vision? Co governance was mm-hmm. a big part of that. And uh, a lot of the conversations, I mean, people arrived to the same conclusion. That makes sense going after what the Common Council has done for like the last 20 years, where they well, think, true. like yeah. they haven't really right. passed a lot of laws or mm-hmm. done a lot of things or had a lot of initiative. Mm-hmm. So, like, asking somebody, like, yeah. do you have specific goals and, and things that you want to do? I don't want to get into exactly what's going on with like Pat Burke right now because obviously, mm-hmm. like, there's some concerns. But like that was why he was so successful at the county ledge level mm-hmm. is because he went in with these are specific things that I want to yep. do specific uh, local laws I want to pass and most of the county legislators were used to doing absolutely nothing mm-hmm. so they just went along with him because they're like well yeah. we have no ideas no it's it's true and I and I would also say um, I was really impressed by the the endorsement committee um, a lot of them felt that pragmatic approaches um, because I think like we have this whole they can be in conflict, like the progressive or bread and butter issues and how they are, you know, in a dynamic with one another. And people were willing to be like, listen, we'll give up some of our progressive values or vision in getting just basic mm-hmm. local government, you know, implementation such as <laughs> I want salted roads and I want like we will fill the pothole and we right. will have salt on the, on the roads. Right. And like, <laughs> I was very impressed that folks were like, no, we are willing to, to give a little bit on that. And I thought that, you know, we can be, as you've said, a little bit, uh, a little bit, uh, you know, hard headed when it comes to what we want to see, what we want people to do, what we want them to champion. Mm-hmm. And we want them, you know, to hit the power button. We wanted to hit them, hit it now. But folks were like, no, if we can see the legislative body just moving forward mm-hmm. to being a functional body, that will be something that we will support. And, uh, I heard it time and again from our endorsement committee. It's like we don't want to endorse someone who doesn't necessarily align with our values, even though we want to say we're taking over City Hall and things of that nature. We have to come to the realization that we want someone who actually can create change. You know what I mean? Who actually has the plans and strategies in place to make the necessary changes that we need to be made. And I wanted to make the point here that um, so the billboard campaign and the the endorsements for us very much uh, uh, go together. You know, we believe clearly that the people that need to be in those budget conversations are people who hold our our mission, vision and values, but are also willing to get things done. Um, And so we look at those together and also goes back to the point of like there are what we're what we're finding is that people look to us and we have a very bold, you know, vision and we, we say the things that need to be said. But then, unfortunately, we're, we're trying to bridge this kind of like issue-based campaign and the things that we say with there are people that are actually responsible behind the scenes for those being mm. or not being. And I think that that's the part um, when I see like our numbers and like what people are paying attention to. I think that's the part that we are, are still we're not mm-hmm. there yet. We haven't educated enough folks and we haven't brought enough people along to realize that like, 
okay, we need both of those things functioning mm-hmm. on all cylinders mm-hmm. in order to create the change that we see for our city. Yeah. And uh, that's what we're, we're still working on. Yeah. Like and that's term- what the endorsement is all about. Yeah, like in terms of the reapportionment, reapportionment, if the city lines are fucked up, then how do we expect to vote someone in that district when the city lines are fucked up and not the people who are living in that, not the people who are supposedly supposed to be living in that district are. So the ranking is fucked up. Yeah. More white people are than black people. Like how is that the case when that's not actual truth? Mm-hmm. And so those are just like some of the basic reasons why it's like so unimportant. So I'm going to weave uh, some of the uh, news of the week back into this now. Oh, please. Because now that we're talking about endorsements, uh, I also know that last week BTF was doing their interviews for endorsements. Nice. And yeah. we have some news where uh, Phil Rumor, who uh, BTF president always has been, always will be, yeah. no longer will be. Holy shit. I mean, wow. Right, yeah. I mean, it's, he's been BTF president since... Like Cleopatra was running <laughs> Egypt at the t- like when he first took over for BTF. Well, and you want to talk about somebody who knows how to wield the political machinations, right? Like you look no further than Phil Rumor, you know, right. who really has known how to kind of play the game and, and do a lot for the Buffalo teachers over his tenure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a man who understands power. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, like like has. And, um, you know, as we we're talking about like political organizations here, too. Just the fact, like, you have to be, you know, you have to be tactical. You have to be, you know, you have to really have a a plan of when and uh, where to do stuff. So initially I was like, again, I was like, okay, what is our city doing? Because normally, and, and you know, obviously, like, advocacy stuff, like, get the fucking Michael Knowles of the world out of our city. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here, you clown. <laughs> but but I was, I was, you know, concerned or just, like, curious to see what it is. But this is an element of, like, tactics here you guys are implementing like hey we decided like oh hey a month before the uh primaries geez this is a pretty good time don't you think so uh, credit credit to you for having a little bit you know tactical nuance which is needed like if you want to kind of wield power you want to be power brokers you gotta you know you gotta know how to work the gears look now we're talking turkey here all right so you've got you got the endorsements coming out okay uh your hype on these candidates and and you know, I'm sure we are too, but with with this political stuff, as like we you, didn't vet them yet, but uh, no, we're, we're hype. We're hype. We're hype. No, I mean, you know, we we know. Listen, obviously, you have uh, extremely well qualified candidates that yeah. you know for all the reasons that you cited, whether it's pragmatic ones or you know ideological ones, and striking that difference obviously can be difficult. But the candidates that you do choose, so all of the candidates that we've discussed are going to be. Um, all the all the competitive council races are going to be competitive. Like they are, right. yes. there yeah, is exactly there are no easy races for anybody. No, nope, uh, no, not not none whatsoever. So elections uh, here in the society of ours uh, cost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. As uh, as you mentioned, Leighton, like <laughs> we're not talking like you know big million dollars money. We're talking normal working people money. Yeah, and you know fifty bucks, a hundred bucks, asking somebody for that. That's a lot of money uh, to ask a working person to give to right. some schmuck who you know goes to city hall who may or may not uh, fucking plow the streets. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially when life is so expensive right now in general. Right. Um, you know, so I, I, how are you going to approach like uh, the the fundraising? You don't have to get into obviously like the soup and nuts of it, but just I, I guess like scratch off lottery tickets. <laughs> a proven winner, guaranteed winner. Because hey, you never know. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. But give it, give us, give us five dollars a week, and we will buy a uh, you know five lucky sevens, and we'll see how much money we can turn it into. <laughs> Imagine if you get none. <laughs> um, in terms of that, I think we're doing a lot of fundraisers. So we're doing a lot of parties. We're going to be hosting a lot of parties. We're trying to get more into that as mm-hmm. an organization in general now because we notice that we do so many things on social media, but our public engagement, mm-hmm. like there's so much more that we can do in person. And COVID took a lot of that away from us as people in general, just like a part of our day to day. We don't see people as much as we normally do. And so this is our way of revamping that. So we're doing that with um, common council members, not only because that's like a better way to promote it because we're not only getting our people, but we're getting theirs as well. And so we're getting, we're growing as an organization, but a lot of the donations that we'll get from those parties and things of that nature, donors, supporters, 
people in general, people just normally like to give, mm-hmm. especially when, <laughs> especially when there's a reason to give. Mm-hmm. I think that's when you put a reason behind the giving, it mm-hmm. gives, it makes it a lot easier for people to give. So uh, in terms of our fundraising strategy is we do have, you know, some folks who have supported us, particularly after, um, you know, last year's uh, massacre, um, we had a funder step forward who said, what are the changes that need to happen? They trust us as a source, as people who have been doing community organizing for quite a while and said, you know, what needs to happen? And I responded, all of our elected officials need to go yesterday Mm -hmm. and so the first people in right after last may and we've been holding that money for our endorsed candidates um it is a donor who looked at what was happening in the city and and for me i'm like this is something that absolutely needs to happen in terms of our grassroots fundraising strategy you know our endorsement party on may 6 Mm -hmm. 7 p.m we need you all to be there Mm -hmm. suggest a donation $10, $10, but mm-hmm. give even more than that if you can. Mm-hmm. And we understand everyone can, as you said, we represent working people. Mm-hmm. We know that everyone can't, you can't, you won't be turned away if you can't make the ton dollars, but we know that there are people that can and mm-hmm. they can give more. We expect that. And we hope that you do that. We also want people to, you know, what, what people depend on us for in terms of endorsements is that we are the people who are going to hit the streets. Mm-hmm. We're going to people who knock doors. We're going to, you know, get bloodied uh, knuckles mm-hmm. knocking those doors. And so people power is a huge subsidy, you know, and so we need folks who are going to show up on Saturdays and dedicate the next couple of months because, as you said, we decided strategically that we needed to see from candidates and we can go back and forth and critique this, but our endorsement committee thought it was important for folks to be able to make the ballot and that they had the apparatus and they mm-hmm. were taking it seriously enough that they could make the ballot. And then we would basically just, you know, inundate flood with, you know, financial resources and doors on the, on the ground and boots on the ground um, in the final couple months is the idea, idea to get them to the June, you know, primary um, and to help that way. So yeah, I mean, um, whatever people can contribute, we, we obviously welcome that. Yeah. I mean, and I think that, you know, like that's what you see like with, pretty much every endorsement or most endorsements mm-hmm. is that they wait until let's see who, who qualifies for the ballot. Right. Let's see who's actually serious about this, you know, because right. you know, there's, there's been lots of years when Sam Herbert's run and he wasn't serious about it. <laughs> no, <laughs> Come on, Jim. Um, no, listen, yeah. and, and, well, and, and Harper, like yeah. that, that makes sense, right? Yeah. Because look, the other side of this too, is that you are asking candidates to, you know, come in front of you and present their case and say, Hey, you know, what would, what is your plan? What, what do you, what would you do to be a serious member of the Buffalo common council mm-hmm. to further our goals? Um, you know, that things that align with our values mm-hmm. or just be effective, like just to be baseline fucking competent. Like we're just asking <laughs> the least of you. We're not even asking you to like our, you know, a pie in the sky vision. Just like, what can we That's get what you? I'm saying people are like, we don't even fucking care about the pie in the sky vision. Right. Like, just like anything. Right. How are we going to get you to do Look your alive. job? How are we going to get you to fucking do anything? And so like, but like the, the flip side of that, the responsibility for an organization like our city yeah. then is to show, okay, well, why is it worth it? You know, like, right. all right, so we're right. pursuing your endorsement. Now you, yeah. you know, the, it, it's incumbent upon you then to like show, Hey, this is, this is the flexing of the muscle. This is, and you know, unfortunately in, the world of politics we live in money is the muscle uh, yeah. th- that's the flex well and money money partially and, and money and like resources like volunteers getting out. like yeah. Yeah, there's a reason why people chase after union endorsements and some of it is right. yes mm-hmm. you know like if you get you know right. the iron workers endorsement you're going to get you know a couple thousand dollars right but what, more than that what you're going to get is when you're doing lit drops during yep. the year they're going to send five to 15 people every weekend to do a lit drop for you yeah totally also, I just, I just think it's funny. A candidate that will remain nameless said, your your um, process has been more arduous than the ECDCs. And I laughed and I said, well, it should be because they already know they're going to endorse me before they ever open. But, but, you know, like they were like, wow, you actually really took this whole thing seriously. Like, yes, we did. Because as you just described, what you're getting with us and we also need to know that like when we're, we're fundraising and we're, you know, sending people out on doors, like right. it's actually worth it. And right. that that will, w- that we will at some point become those power <laughs> brokers. Hopefully not Philip rumor, you know, well, and listen, it, nobody's ever accused Jeremy Zellner of having a plan. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, I, <laughs> but 
like even even so <laughs> i also want to point out that like even with the people that we didn't endorse that we didn't move forward with in this process we sent them reflections like what they could do better what they should be doing better what they should be focusing on because we we still want to be friends like at the end of the day even if we don't endorse you that doesn't mean this is the end of our friendship if you do win we love you we've been loved you we just didn't want to move you know how like obama had the anger management (laughs) i feel like layden is my diplomatic ambassador like he's like and we just want to be your friend and we love you all and i want to be like what the fuck are you talking about no (laughs) joan (laughs) wow (laughs) no we do we do thanks layden for that reminder (laughs) i i have my cue card now we totally love everyone (laughs) what's that oh yes actually we do love everyone sorry this just in this just in oh breaking news we we're totally in everyone mickey kearns mickey kearns paging mickey kearns but no i thought we thought it was like important for us to give them some insight on why what's the reason behind why they weren't selected Mm -hmm. you know what i mean oftentimes even when we don't get a job we're just like oh i'm sorry you didn't you didn't make the list um and that's not very helpful like why didn't i get it what could i have done better what would i what would have made me more persuasive what would have what would have sold me more to you you know what i mean and so i feel like that's another reason why we sense them that insight and i really i'm i'm very happy that we did yeah. I mean, that's much better than like what the Buffalo News does. Because like Buffalo <laughs> News, when they give their endorsements, like, well, this person has really great ideas and is definitely a better moral person. So we're endorsing their opponent. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so we're not going to endorse Don't anybody. worry, the Buffalo News won't exist soon. So. <laughs> uh, no, it's, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, womp womp. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That hurts. Yeah, Buffalo News is going the way of BuzzFeed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Jeez. But without the Pulitzers? <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, our friends, our city action. One more time for the people in the back, Harper. It's May 6th. May, Se- yep. May 6th. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. K Art Gallery. 808, 808 Main, Main Street. Street. <laughs> <laughs> All your favorite friends will be there. Yeah. And, and some of your frenemies, too. Mm-hmm. And you might see a dance. You might see, you know, you're definitely going to get a little speech from the person that is being endorsed, the people that yes. are being endorsed. Mm-hmm. And so, why not? Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people, you want to meet someone famous, you know, they're kind of famous. So mm-hmm. why not? <laughs> I mean, they're going to be, and if you live in those districts, that, that could be your council member, you know? Like, right. like again, we, we talk here, Jim, a lot about how. You know, it all starts like a person's a council member and all of a sudden, you know, then they're a state assembly person. Maybe they're a congress person. Mm-hmm. And then like this is where it's just like going to like a small venue to see like a like some indie band right. or some local bands or whatever. Yeah. You're like, oh, whatever. And all right. of a sudden they're like fucking like massive, you know, that really that's not the first person I go to Harper, but sure. Yeah, but, yeah. No, I mean, you know, that John really is like, you know, like Kathy Hochul started on like the Hamburg I, town yeah. board. Like I thought that's where we were going. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, Kathy <laughs> and well, then you're uh, Kathy Hochul, uh, you know, uh, who I often refer to as the John Mayor of political figures. <laughs> Higgins, Higgins started on the Common Council. You know, shithead Nick Lang, where they started as like president of college Republicans at Niagara University. You know, uh, Jack Quinn started as a member of the Hamburg Town Council. Tom, oh uh, no, um, yeah, Tom Reynolds. Reynolds, Reynolds. Tom Reynolds started as fucking village clerk in the village of Springville. You can't get much smaller in Erie oh, County wow. than village clerk in the village of Springville. And he rose to being like one of the most powerful Republicans in the country. Like people start low. And also like if you want to go to like their fundraiser and meet them, it's going to be more expensive than $10. Right, right. For real, though. This, this, this <laughs> is actually real. a cheap way to meet them. It's true. Like, without it's getting true. a restraining order. <laughs> oh, and we'll also have shirts available for sale. Oh, yeah. The shirts mm. will have... Um, City Hall is filling us all on it. Mm-hmm. It's a new, it's a limited edition. So, you know, if you catch it, you catch it. Mm-hmm. But please try to catch it because mm-hmm. it's going to go real fast. <laughs> right. So, for the politically motivated or even just the cloud sharks out there, you, <laughs> you got to go. Mm-hmm. You got to come out. You got to support. Because at the end of the day... Uh, we really are only as effective as, you know, us showing up. Like, the, if you are a group like our city um, and you believe in working class power, it's mm-hmm. only as effective as a broad base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coming on support. And bring bring a fat wad, buy all the t-shirts, and then 15 years, I'm on Poshmark and make a bunch of money. Yes. No? No, okay. All right. <laughs> all right. I was trying to loop back to MySpace, but I couldn't do it quickly yeah, enough. <laughs> well, that's what Tom's doing nowadays. He... <laughs> He's he's upward thrifting. He's uh, 
he's got all that money, so it's just his hobby. He's running a vintage shop. Anyway, uh, Leighton, Harper, thanks for joining us. And hey, where if you, if you wanted to buy the tickets, could you buy them online? Do you buy them online beforehand, or do you buy them at the day of? Yeah, where could you, where, where you, could you get go them get on? Uh, so we have uh, an Eventbrite uh, that we've been posting to our Twitter and our Facebook accounts, and it's on Instagram as well. Um, you know, Leighton is a genius behind our our Instagram account. Um, Where's it on MySpace? I, I know. <laughs> I've seen the TikToks and the reels, Leighton. Is that is that all you're doing? No, I pretty much and, post all yeah. things on our social media. Oh, okay. No, I mean, yeah. like I've seen like yeah, a lot, yeah. no. That's what I mean. Like you're the mastermind totally. behind yeah. like. Okay, I've yeah. seen I've seen a lot of good ones. Like it's fun. Amazing. It's getting yeah. more and more fun as yeah. we go. Yeah. There's a lot more videos to drop. Um, we're still doing OCAB on the streets or. What 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 did we do? Do better, do buffalo. better buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. We like we're just hitting people over the head. <laughs> we're not subtle. So right, we don't yeah. do subtly. Right, yeah. We're like do the fuck better now. <laughs> no, that ass. Uh, yeah, or you can just um, or you can just buy tickets right there. Mm-hmm. So either or, Perfect. we love it, and uh, we can't wait to have you. Thanks for having us on. Appreciate you. Thanks for joining us. Yeah.